Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Riley Smith, and this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcy Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists. Uh, speaking of which, if you'd like to work together in any capacity, just hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as Marcy Novelli. And uh, hey, even if you just want to say hi, I'm here to say hi. Yeah, saying hey is cool too. And we are on Patreon and we've got lots of exciting stuff to share with you on there. You can support us from as little as a dollar per episode and in exchange you get some patron-only exclusives. We've just upgraded some things over there, so head on over and check it out. Yeah, perks include early access to content shout-outs for your band or brand, as well as your chance to co-host this show alongside Ross and I, which should be interesting. But most importantly, your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly episodes and spreading knowledge throughout the land. <laughs> We've also got official BTA shirts available to purchase on our website. They look great on you. Trust Thank you, me, Ross. you look amazing. Thank you. And all proceeds, you're very welcome. All proceeds <laughs> go into helping us keep the lights on here at Bridge the Atlantic. There's a link to them in our show notes. And if you use the coupon code BTA Rocks, you'll receive 15% of your purchase as our little way of saying thank you. Yeah, we've bumped that up from 10 to 15. Look, yeah, that's how nice we, we don't are. love you. Absolutely. And, and on top of that, I've just started un- undressing a little bit here because I realized my sweater was covering up a lovely Bridge Atlantic shirt. So there you go. In all its glory. And lastly, I am wrapping up recording my second full-length solo album, and you can be a part of it um, by pre-ordering it at marcionovelli.com slash pre-order. Who would have thought that link makes so much sense, doesn't it? So simple, Ross. We keep things simple and concise here. That's what we do. Um, When you you, uh, pre-order my new album, you get a ton of exclusives along uh, with an immediate free download of my new Acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1 that came out earlier this year. Um, You get it for free as an added bonus just as my little way of saying thank you, like we said before. Make sure you check out my music on Spotify or um, anywhere you like to download and uh, or stream music. Um, It's on there and uh, let it play all all day, baby. (laughs) Oh, God, I was waiting to see if you were going to say baby or not, and you did. Joining us this week out of Los Angeles is actor and musician Riley Smith. Riley's TV credits include recurring roles in 24, True Blood and Nashville, as well as a leading role in the CW series Frequency. These roles got him in front of the people, but his love for music introduced uh, introduced him to them in a way unlike any other role he has played. Musically, Riley's past successes include supporting Jordan Sparks, 
a residency at the iconic Hotel Cafe in Los Angeles, and a European tour. He's also had major radio play and numerous film and TV placements. We're excited to learn more about how he balances the different aspects of his career, his brand new EP, and the advice he'd offer to his fellow creatives. So, welcome to the show, Riley. Hello. How you guys doing? I am doing well. well. I'm well. Are you well, Russ? I am well. How are you, Riley? Thank you. I just heard your, your intro, and I just want to say hi. Hi. Just hi. Hey. Just hi. Hey. Good. Hi. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hey. Actually, you can, only, you can only say hi to me through Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's the rule. <laughs> See, you're, you're, you just apologized I know, already. Right? <laughs> I'm so Canadian. I'm so Canadian. Speaking of also, which, of course, that means I'm, I'm coming in from Canada. Russ is from Scotland, and Riley is from Los Angeles. We are bridging... Everything, Atlantic and Pacific. That's we're just, right. We're just bridging yeah. it all. We've got a pretty good triangle going on, actually. Yeah. Now I see. Now I see where the name came from. I get it. I totally you get, get it. It, it clicks in. Eh? It's so obvious, yeah. but most people are like, "Oh, they have that aha moment when I let them know." Mm-hmm. But let's I get awkward, did. Riley. Let's get awkward right off the bat, man. Tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Uh, everyone should know that uh, that uh, I have a big heart. I, I, I really do care about people a lot. Um, and uh, people should know that uh, I collect Starbucks uh, coffee mugs. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing about me. But every time I travel, I go and uh, I pick up one. It started with like just a few and then in, in Europe. And then the next thing you know, uh, people are giving them to me as gifts. And, and then I was getting them everywhere. I even bought one at my local Starbucks just to have one that says LA. And I'm going to apologize. <laughs> my, my, I have a little puppy and he keeps barking. So I'll, I'll try to tell him to keep Is that. Is that the third thing that everyone should know about you? They There's should no know that I have a little dog uh, who's an Australian Shepherd named Finn. Well, there you go. You know and what? He's sometimes adorable as well. Sometimes Thank Ross's um, Ross's dog. Who, who, who is more popular on Ross's Instagram account than Ross? Let's just point <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, people follow me for my dog, not for me. Yeah, it's true. Hey, listen, every <laughs> time I po- post a picture of Finn, go. it gets yeah. more likes than anything. I else always I say post. that about my kids, man. They they're more they they run my Instagram account, man. Yeah. I mean, anything about my music, yeah, you know, it gets a little bit of attention, but like times that by three when it's a picture of my kids doing something cute. You know what I mean? Ch- children and dogs are going to run the world. Absolutely, in man. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, Riley, we're looking forward to hearing about your upcoming record. But mm-hmm. first of all, I'd love to kind of touch on your acting career. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who's worked on some of the biggest shows in TV, you know, 24, uh, Nashville, Frequency, has there been any particular moment that's been a real standout or turning point for you? Um, I, that's a great question. I think each one of them pretty much has been a turning point because each one leads me to the the next thing that I do in one random way or another you don't really see it at first it's not evident right when it happens but then you kind of stand back and look at everything as a whole that that uh preceded where I'm at and or you know came before where I was and I and I uh uh and then you have this like aha moment where you're like oh yeah this that got me here that got me here um and and I always try to choose roles that are going to, as we say, push the needle, make, you know, a difference in the career and, and hopefully in one way or another <clears throat> um, move me to the next chapter of my life. And so, um, you know, I, I could give you an example for every one of those shows that you mentioned on how that got me to the next thing. Um, just to take it back a few, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, frequency kind of came about because I'd had a long-standing relationship with the CW and I'd done a 90210 reoccurring role for them. I did uh, Beauty and the Beast up in Toronto, actually. Oh, nice. um, 
a, nice. a reoccurring role for them. And, uh, and it, you know, each, each time I did a, a reoccurring role for them, it, I was just more and more in their, their minds, I guess. And until um, this past year, they just offered me frequency, which is really cool. But, um, you know, when I did Nashville, Nashville was one of those things that uh, really turned everything around as far as the music stuff. You know, I mean, I've been playing, I've been playing music for 15 years, but once I did Nashville, then that was kind of like everything changed in the music world for me. So it seems like you really know when to see an opportunity and when to go for it. You know, we've had, we've, we've interviewed 150 plus people on the show and a common theme seems to be following your gut feeling and seeing an opportunity when it's there and, and grabbing it. You know what I mean? Would you agree with that? Is that something that you really, you, do you listen 100%. to a gut feeling? What, what do you, do you have that sort of feeling there and you try yeah. to follow it? It's funny you say that. I always tell people that yeah, your gut is your biggest source of, of truth. You know I mean? If you just really listen to it, you nine times out of 10, it's right. And, uh, and you know, a lot of times as an actor and for any actors out there listening, I mean, we all want to think that we can, we can carve out our career path, but really it's, it's quite the opposite until you get to a certain level. A lot of times you just have to, you know, accept the roles that are coming your way and be fortunate that you're even getting those mm-hmm. and then make the, make the best of those and then hope that, that, uh, in one way or another, that's going to, um, make a difference in, in your next move or your next opportunity. But, um, but I feel like with without getting too deep any opportunity you get in life is is an opportunity you didn't have and if you make the best of it something's always going to come out of it absolutely yeah so you know you really seize the opportunity of starring in nashville because as well as shooting the show you had the, the plan to collaborate with writers in the city to write your album um is that sort of goal setting mindset something you would attribute to your success to yeah, I'm a very goal oriented guy. I always have been ever since I was little. Um, and even nowadays, you know, where we can make notes in our phone or, or mm-hmm. put our things in a calendar in our phone, I'm still like the hard paper kind of guy. I mean, I have them everywhere um, on every platform, but every day I have uh, I have these these posted notes, and they are mm-hmm. if you could see my my computer space, they're strung out everywhere. And nice. um, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm a I'm I'm always, I've always been very driven with goals because uh, sometimes you can get overwhelmed by all the things that y- you want to accomplish. And a mm-hmm. lot of times you're always thinking about the the final destination of, of what those goals mean. And a lot of times it's not about that. I always say it's about the journey, not the destination, but mm-hmm. that even break, breaks down to, to just your, your daily goals, you know, just try to accomplish each one and focus on each one as you accomplish them. Um, if you get too scatterbrained, you're not putting hundred percent into each thing that you're attacking. So, uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. me, for me, I've always been, uh, very goal orientated and, and, and I usually try to go into things with a clear goal. You know, I try to find what I want to get out of it. That seems to echo. We had yes. a, a guest that we had on recently, uh, Stephen Christian from Anberlin, and he was talking about, you know, it's, it's much like yourself, you know, he, he's into a lot of different things. And so is Ross and I. We have a lot of different ambitions. And the, the, the advice he offered, and it seems like you, you might echo this, it's, you know, you can do these different things, but when you're doing each thing, give it 100%. You know, even if that means you need to dedicate one day to songwriting, one day to, for us, you know, Virgin Atlantic, one day to, to acting, whatever it is, obviously acting, it's, it's going to be a project, but uh, time frame. But, you know, would you echo that? Would you say that it's, you know, you could do a lot of different things, but when you're doing something, try not to be scatterbrained, try to put everything into that one particular thing you're doing. 
doing. Exactly. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. It's yeah. um, and and songwriting is hard because uh, sometimes you can you can set up a songwriting date and say that's that's the day I'm going to write a song. Yeah. But if if creatively it's not hitting you, you don't want to force it. Right. As you would know, you know, you just can't yeah, you can't force uh, you can't force some um, art sometimes. And so sometimes it just hits you and you have to drop everything and go do it. <clears throat> um, and I guess as an artist, we are a little scatterbrained mm-hmm. and, and we are a little ADD. So, mm-hmm. uh, trust me, it happens to me all the time, but that's, that's where making my posted notes and, and trying to be, uh, organized with my, my, uh, schedule and my goals comes into play. And then you always want to give yourself the wiggle room to be able to drop everything. If, a if a mood hits you or a song hits you, um, my, 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 my hardest thing is, uh, <clears throat> here in my office that I'm in, uh, I have my music and my business. And so I get mm-hmm. really ADD yeah, seems, because I'll be in the middle of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll be in the middle of doing yeah. an email for, for, you know, acting work or something like that or reading yeah. a script. And then yeah. I, I look over and see my guitar and the next thing you know, I'm, I'm three hours into a new song. So <laughs> well, that's uh, better. Usually it's opposite from usually I want to write a song and I'm like, Oh, I just quickly send this email and then it's, Oh, shit, I didn't write a new song. Yeah. <laughs> I got a quick question for you though. Do you, do you believe in setting aside time to write or do you feel like you should just allow the muse to come when it does come and just have, you know, an instrument or, or a pad of paper ready to go to capture that inspiration? What side are you on there if you had to pick one? I used to be the latter. I used to uh, just just play and write when it hit me, mm-hmm. you know, and if it didn't hit me, I'd just play the old stuff I already had written or covers mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. But na- but what Nashville taught me um, was they, it's a real lunch pail mentality, as they call it. You know, they're, they're, they're called, uh, I forget what they call lunchbox writers or something like that, because they all, they come into, you know, they set up meetings for a write and they come in with their lunch pail, they write, they take a lunch break and then they finish the song and then they go on to the next one. And, you know, when I was down there, I was doing sometimes two a day, three a day. And those mm-hmm. guys are doing that every single day. I mean, and they'll meet the first ones at 9, 10 a.m. And they're knocking out a song before noon that, by the way, by the time it's all done, sounds like the deepest song somebody's ever written. And it was just two, two three guys that got together and was like, uh, play me a G. Um, what do you want to write about? Okay, let's go. And they're just, they're poets. So the thing that I learned down there was that it is a business for people. And, and, and although um, you want to wait for the moment to hit you, you also, if you want to be a really good writer, you have to learn how to uh, have discipline and and tap into that. It's, it's the same, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's the first time I'm saying it. It's kind of the same with acting. You know, we can all want to feel an emotion and get there, you know, in an acting class, a lot of times they let you build into this emotion for mm-hmm. the emotional peak of a scene. But when you're on set um, 70 hours a week, uh, you don't have time to wait for you to get those emotions. You can't go put your headphones in and tell everyone on set to wait for you to get to this place that you want to get to. Like you're expected to get there now and you're expected to get there probably 10 to 15 takes. Um, And so uh, it's kind of the same when you get to a, to a peak level of a profession um, it has to be in you and it has to be ready at all times. I really feel that. But of course, um, having things naturally come and, and come out of you. And that's just, uh, that's icing on the cake. And I think like ha- knowing what you want to set out to, to r- write about, for instance, if mm-hmm. it's writing, knowing, mm-hmm. knowing kind of like, if you're going to sit down and write, like um, if you really give yourself a clear direction, it really starts to help uh, that direction form. I mean, if you sit down and just start playing and you have no idea what you're going for, a lot of times you're just going to get a big salad of, of stuff at first, right. but if you right, sit right. down and say, listen, I want to write, 
a song about a breakup and mm -hmm. uh you know i want it to be in a uh you know a swing type vibe and, and i want to use some minor chords that's really now defining kind of where you're starting and and as soon as you start with that um you're already more defined than just saying, I want to write a song. Right, which know? I think is similar to what happens subconsciously when you go to write a song in that feeling and that in that muse, you know, in that emotions, because I think you're subconsciously putting that together. You're feeling something you need to express that, whereas you're consciously, in, in your case right there, you're, you're consciously putting that together. You're saying, I want to write about this, this, and this. You know what I'm saying? You know the songs that quote unquote uh -huh. flow out of us? I think that's just because subconsciously that's all coming together. I want to write about this or I need to write about this. This is happening and it all, you know, you're just kind of learning to, it seems like you're kind of, you've learned to just create that space, you know, uh -huh. make that happen, you know, so that uh, you can write maybe a bit more than you would otherwise. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I agree. And speaking of writing, can you tell us a little bit about the new album yes. and what we can expect from it? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it was all written in, in, in Nashville uh, while I was down there shooting the show. And, it, and I always like to say that it was, it was inspired by Nashville, written in Nashville, recorded there. Um, I, wanted, I wanted it to really represent my time there, my experience with the city, how the city influenced me. Um, because I went there with a, a very different idea of what that city was when I first set out on that journey. And, and then I came back with such an appreciation, respect, and, and really looked at that the, the, the town is a completely different place than I thought it was. And, um, and so, so that's one thing that the album really has, I think that keeps it <clears throat> um, cohesive. And then, and then another thing is there's a, as I've said in a lot of interviews, there's a sense of loneliness and I call it loner music. Um, because uh, the reason for that is I, I travel a lot for acting and um, I'm always on the road, usually by myself. And of course, you have your castmates, but everyone's story is different. People have families. People um, aren't as social. Um, so, you know, there's, a, there's seven out of ten nights, I would say, on an average where you're just by yourself. And uh, there's only so many bartenders you can go and talk to as you sit at a bar. <laughs> Um, and there's only, you know, so many songs you can sit and play by yourself in, in your apartment or wherever you are. But, um, but it, it, that it is, it's, it's done, you know, being on the road for me has, uh, sacrificed a lot of personal, uh, goals, um, and things that I want in my life, mm -hmm. family, um, it's, it's ruined relationships. Sure. Uh, it, it, you know, it really has, I mean, it's shit, it's ruined every relationship I've had. So it's, it's hard, you know, when you're on, on the road by yourself. So I, I just, I tried to write what I knew and, um, you know, coincidentally, it, it kind of coincided with my character on the show. So every time I was sitting down to write with these great writers, we were basically, um, kind of writing for the show as well. We were going to pitch the songs to Nashville. And, and so the good news was, is that I wasn't ever too far off between writing for my character and writing for, for me in the sense was just uh, a guy and uh, a fish out of water in a new place. And he's alone and he misses the person that he loves, or he's lost the person that he loves, or he's hoping that the person he loves is, will still be there when he gets home. It's, it's all kind of the same. And, um, and, and, you know, one thing that I think that transcends to anyone that listens to it is, is that we've all felt lonely at one point or another. It doesn't matter if you're an actor on the road, um, you know, doing a TV show or a musician on the road or a rodeo uh, 
a rodeo clown or a bull rider that's always on the road. You know, there's a, you know, you could be somebody that works a nine to five in an office mm -hmm. and you could still be lonely, you know? And sometimes I find the more I'm surrounded by people, the lonelier I am. Right. So it, it, loneliness hits you at any time. It doesn't matter. I was just in New York for a week and that town is so busy. You know, there's people everywhere, all the, uh, every turn you make. And I always find that I feel more lonely in, in New York than I do anywhere else because there's something about being around so many people mm -hmm. and not knowing anyone that almost makes it feel worse than if you're just mm -hmm. isolated. It's the whole social media dilemma too, where, you know, we're more connected yet more disconnected than ever. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's so many people, but no one's actually communicating on a deep, intimate, meaningful level, you know, but, uh, you know, to lighten it, lighten things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, are you ready? Are you ready for twenty questions? I'm so lonely. <laughs> you ready yeah, for twenty questions? Twenty questions. Coffee or tea? I'm drinking tea right now. Me too. But really, it's coffee. The answer is the answer. I just ran out of coffee, oh, so okay. I went to tea. But the answer is coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. Twitter or Facebook? Neither. Indie or major? Indie. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Nashville or Los Angeles? Oh, God. I know, right? Yeah, that's a tough one. Tough questions um, here on Bruce L LA's been my home for, for 18 years. So, well, you know, it's, it's home now, but I, I really do love Nashville. Education or experience? Experience. Marvel or DC? DC? I don't, I don't know. Marvel? I don't know. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> the fifth. I don't know. Play the fifth. Studio or stage? Oh man, you guys got good ones here. Thank you. You, Thank you, you get something. You get something different from each. Um, but I do love the studio. I really do. I, I sit and make music of all mm -hmm. kinds all day long. I just love making nice. music. Talent or attitude? Talent. Star Wars or Star Trek? I'm a Star Wars guy. I grew up on that. Iowa or California? Iowa. <laughs> true Blood or True Detective? Oh, um, that's like, who do you want to piss off? <laughs> I know, right? Which producers are making more shows right now? Uh, God, no, um, Always think about that career path, eh? <laughs> right, right. See, um, golly, I, I, I can't. They were both great to me and I had fun on both. Uh, True Blood, the people were amazing. Um, True Detective, the work was just a lot, you know, deeper, I sure. would say. Batman or Superman? Uh, Superman. Drama or comedy? Well, I do dramas, but I love, love comedies. And right. uh, I'm, I'm trying to slowly get more and more into comedies. But, um, nice. but, I, but I, do, I do the real, um, do the real, the real comedy. Like, I'm, I don't mean it that way. I do, I do flat comedy, you know, meaning like it's, I said real was the wrong, wrong way. I do real comedy. Uh, no, but I do more like situational flat comedy where sure, it's, sure. I'm, it's not, it's not slapstick. Um, yeah, yeah, my sure. comedy is usually darker. Right, right. Yeah. We so maybe dark, dark comedy. Can we, we split the difference? Dark it's like a here in That's like a twist cone. Sure. Michael Jackson mm -hmm. or Michael Bolton? <laughs> Michael Jackson for sure. <laughs> Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Yeah. Celine Dion. Whale or kale? Whale, like is in, in the ocean? That's right. Yeah. Um, 
uh, whale. Bette Midler <laughs> or the Riddler? The Riddler. And your final question. We were supposed to swap this, Ross, but we didn't. It's okay. But we didn't. Ross or Marcio? Oh, man. Um, I got, you know, it's like choosing babies right now. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, can you guys do like a hybrid of the two of you? And I'll yes. take that. Oh. You can, you know, you can know, certainly do Riley, that. Only, Here, only our, only the best guests on the show are smart and clever enough to put us together and not choose between <laughs> us, not separate. Only, only the ones we're subconscious. We don't remember why, but later on we're like, yeah, we really liked having Riley on the show. Don't remember why. It's probably yeah, because yeah, he didn't make it. us choose between one another. He didn't choose between yeah. us. So <laughs> all I can say you is know, that is the right answer, Riley. That, that was the, that, my seat is hot. That was a hot twenty question. <laughs> this brings up a, a good point that I like to tell other actors as well. That um, I had a, uh, my first acting coach told me that uh, sometimes you know when it comes down to you and another person for a role and you don't get it and people get really hard on themselves and he was like. Just remember this, if, if you, you like ice cream, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, say we go to get an ice cream cone. And I'm like, you can only have chocolate or vanilla. And you got to pick one today. And this is kind of what you guys just did with me. Um, what are you going to pick? And I was like, vanilla. And he's like, but you like chocolate, right? Yeah, I like chocolate. He goes, that's the way it goes when you go into an audition. And it gets down to the final two. I mean, you're both there for a reason. They have to pick one. And sometimes it comes down to just... Today, I feel like vanilla, you know, and uh, that, that always really, really helped me. It was a great piece of advice because uh, good way to keep you, you positive too, right? Because what's the point of getting down yourself? It's not going to help you out. Right. right. Yeah. Just because they didn't pick you doesn't mean they didn't like you. It's no. just that exactly. They someone. had to make yeah. a choice. You yeah. know, it's like uh, I like whales and I like kale. I had to make a choice. <laughs> Absolutely. You did. I know. We made you make some tough choices there. I know. I know. I know. Speaking but, of acting, man, you know, for anyone tuning into this right now is looking to get involved in acting or is already uh, an actor you know uh, particularly mm -hmm. on tv where is the best place for them to start and or kind of kick up their career to quote unquote the next level you know is there any advice yeah. that you wish you could give yourself when you first started out that um, you never got that maybe others can learn from yeah well i always say um if you really care about acting and you want to do it you need to start at the at the uh, most local level you know um a lot of people I see that moved to LA um, and you know, they, they're like, I want to be an actor. Okay, cool. What have you done? You know, where you're from? Oh no, I haven't acted yet. Did you act in school? No. So where have you acted? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to act now. I'm like, okay, right, but you right. got to start, you got to start somewhere. You just don't start on television, you know? Right. Of um, course, right. And, and uh, a class is a great place to start, but there's, you know, if you, if you can do it in school, do it in school. If you can do it mm -hmm. in local regional theater, do it lo in local theater. I mean, it, it, you know, nowadays kids are doing it on uh, on on Instagram and, and Twitter. They're making. What about little... what, do you, what is your what's your opinion on acting classes? Getting some acting acting as yeah classes. You have to you have to be trained. You have to be yeah. studied. Um, if you really want to do it, you know, if you want to make a living at it, you have to study. You have to go to class, and mm -hmm. um, you have to grow. It's a never it's it's a never ending um, thing. You know that you're never going to conquer, and you always some you can always benefit from a class. So right. Um, right. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm. I'm really big about being studied and um, and.
taking it serious, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen in the past 20 years so many people come and go that just move out here that want to try to act because they mm-hmm. were the prom king or the, you know, the homecoming queen. And, right. Um, and it, you might get a few jobs, but you're not going to have a career in it. You can't you can't do it. You got to be good. But it's a whole different ballgame when you get on a set and you've got eight pages of someone else's dialogue and you've got to hit marks and you've got to find lights and then you've got to work with the other mm-hmm. person. Uh, across from you and you know it's just like I always say that there should be an acting class where when you know, like you have your scene ready you're ready to go okay get up on stage now I want you to juggle while you do it on one foot and I'm going to throw things at you as well so you're going <laughs> to do all of this at once because that's really what it's like it really mm-hmm. is and there's no way you can really uh, get ready for it except you just have to already be um you have to already be studied and ready as an actor because everything else that they're going to throw on you is going to be just another whole level of experience that you're going to have to gain as well. You can't be yeah. thinking about acting. Yeah. I know you're not much a social of a social guy, but you know if people do want to reach out to you and uh, mm-hmm. say yeah. hi, um, would Twitter yeah. be the best place for that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's Riley Smith. Um, Perfect. Just at Riley Smith on Twitter, yeah. And then I think the Instagram is uh, Riley Smith Official. Perfect. Well, go hit, go hit us on there. It's official, man. Yeah, yeah you is. know it's the real deal. So we'll put all your links in the show notes so people can, uh, can track cool. you down. But sure. as for us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, and YouTube. Don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there. Uh, we are also live on Facebook every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern or 5 p.m. UK time to answer your questions and to chat with some previous guests. So please do jump in and get involved. We'd love to see you guys over there. Yeah, and as for me, uh, I'm working on my second full-length solo album. You can pre-order it at marcinovelli.com slash pledge. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, which are all my name, Marcinovelli. You can stream my new acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1, along with all my releases over on Spotify, Google Music, uh, whatever, wherever you like to go, um, wherever you like to listen to music. Check it out. He's on, he's on all the I'm things. I'm on all of those places. All the things, all the time. <laughs> and I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment, and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by 30 Rose as a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Music Entrepreneur HQ and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes. So please check them out because they do what, Ross? <clears throat> Keep the show alive Wow, that's a good one and if you would like to sponsor the show Visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic We recently updated the rewards Which now include sponsorship at the start of our interviews As well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes So you don't miss any episodes And leave us a comment And let us know what you think of this show Riley, man, this has been fantastic Thanks for coming on and, and sharing some uh, insight and advice And all that fun stuff with us And uh Everyone that tunes into this crazy BTA land of ours. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. And we'll hopefully see you again soon. All right. Take care, y'all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 